Rough Talk VR. Welcome to another episode of Rough Talk VR, a weekly podcast with in-depth game reviews, exclusive developer interviews, and the latest Oculus Quest news. We join our hosts D Scruffles and Stratus2k1 today as they spend another episode breaking down and discussing the Oculus Quest virtual reality world. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Rough Talk VR. Today we're joined with Alana, the producer of an awesome game. Oh, it's pretty fun. Yeah. The, the demo we played. Yep. Uh, currently, well, it's Blacktop Hoops VR. There's a demo available for it on, you know, on App Lab right now, but they have a Kickstarter going and even just the demo, dude. No, I had, I had way too much fun. Slapping the, the, you know, the computers, playing the, what's alpha stage, the multiplayer right now, but runs pretty smooth, especially doing one-on-one and stuff. Yeah, we didn't seem to have too many issues at all. No, so the game's got a lot it's of funny potential. As hell, though. We had we had a little too much laughter than we oh. probably should have for a serious game of basketball. <laughs> right off the get-go, but you know, there's some vibes of like street basketball, some sneaker culture. There's some cool stuff going on in the game. So Lana, do you want to tell us a little bit more about you know blacktop hoops and also the Kickstarter that you have going on right now? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh happy to be here, guys. Um, my name's Alana. Um, and yeah, I'm the producer behind Blacktop Hoops right now. Um, and everything that you guys were talking about, um, what we're really trying to do here is build that, you know, the world's first competitive VR basketball game. And that's where players get to come together, you know, perform flashy dribble tricks, crazy jump shots, high flying dunks, um, any type of like epic streetball game matches. Like we want to create that. Um, but in, you know, the quote unquote metaverse and everything in VR for now, um, and it's been super exciting. So whether that's you want to, you know, go single player and work, um, you know, and go one to one with Calamity, our AI, um, our first AI character in the game, or you actually want to go into multiplayer mode, do one v one, two v two, three v three. Whether you want to, you know, go online with your friends or just click the click quick join button and join a bunch of people online. Um, we're really just here to make sure that we can have the most entertaining and exciting way of being able to to play blacktop hoops in in the in the virtual world. I guess you could say. <laughs> well, um, so- and everything around there, uh, just off of what you were saying, uh, yeah, we're we're live now on App Lab. You also can download us for free on Steam. Um, and currently, right now, we are running a Kickstarter, and all of that is in hopes to just make sure that we can continue uh, funding out the full development of the game and make sure that, you know, we're getting our community buy-in across the way and making sure that at the end of the day, we're, we're building a game that our community and our, our early supporters are really proud of. Well, you can see on the disc, on the, uh, the Kickstarter, it's getting pretty close to the goal, mm-hmm. but also you guys have some really cool rewards. Oh, the, like the tiers are pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We wanted to have fun with the rewards. Um, so I mean, first off, right off the bat, like when it comes to supporting the campaign um, at the lowest pledge type, you're automatically buying the full release of the game when it comes out. That was really important to us to make sure you do that. Um, And we also made sure that like you can have an add on because just like you guys were saying, it's fun to play with different people. We made sure that you can actually you know, buy an additional game code for you and a friend to play later on so you can give it to someone else or even eventually if you want to, you know, donate that. We're also going to be trying to work with other like children's hospitals and groups to actually be able to load this game onto some other devices for people who don't normally have access to the game. Um, But then if you get to like the crazy reward tiers at the highest levels, 
you could actually be a playable character in the game, which just seems super awesome and wild. And, you know, you would work directly with our team to make that happen. Um, there is areas where you could actually just become a custom crowd character in the game. So if you ever played Blacktop Hoops before, you could just be on the side and be one of those animated characters. Um, you know, we have a lot of like fun uh, artistic style with the game, whether it's on the um, the gameplay modes and having like, you know, cool exclusive finishers or having a, the ability to, you know, design any of the sneakers that are in the game or anything like that. We've definitely tried to have Kickstarter rewards that make you not only just like excited about the game, but like champion outside and say, hey, I actually like am in the game now or like, look what I did and had a touch on that. So um, those are the areas where like we really want to bring like those community elements to what we're building here and like make a game that ultimately everyone's championing. And it's not just like our internal team that's geeking out about it, but like the whole ecosystem could be like, this is a dope game. Well, you said it yourself. The artwork style in the game is amazing. It's it's hilarious. It's like you go in. It's fun. You yeah, know, people have been liking the tiny heads. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that we were playing multiplayer uh, the other night, and we were just going because we we're doing one on one. So you know, we were just going you know end of the court to end of the court and just looking at each other and just peeing ourselves laughing. Uh, it's so silly. It's fun. Uh, I love that stuff. It builds community. The mechanics are are pretty good. Yeah, definitely. That, that's that's I was I, the one thing that had me the most concerned was the dribbling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's basketball. And yes, you can get called for traveling, <laughs> which I do yeah. frequently. But the dribbling aspect and being able to do tricks with the ball is pretty, mm-hmm. pretty cool. And, class- and you get rewarded for it. Well, the classic throwback to, you know, the old school street basketball games with, you know, the finishers, the full the full special bar, you know, you'll sit there, you'll be standing in front of somebody you'll go in between the legs, side to side, <laughs> you know, juke past them. You'll get that full finisher, then just grrr, run and dunk. It's the best. It's- yeah. yeah. I was, I was amazed. It was pulled off to be honest. Yeah. Cause I, you know, there's elements that you want to feel and the dunk was one of them. And you, you guys definitely nailed it. Oh, well, I appreciate that. I think and a really important note for us was, well, right off the bat, we know we're not the first people to ever make a basketball game before. And, you know, for a lot of people on our team, like we grew up with NBA Jam and NBA Street Volume 2 specifically. And like all of those games, um, especially like, you know, just 90s, even early 2000s, like that was very much like an important um, piece of nostalgia that we wanted to build into this game. And the best way we knew how to do it was to bring on board, you know, people who have done this before. Um, So whether you're talking about the mechanics behind this, um, Mache, our uh, co-founder and, you know, lead developer on the game, uh, he also worked on The Witcher 3 before this and, you know, some other big titles. So he's... He's been making AAA games for well over 20 years now. So it's it's not their first rodeo when it comes to like thinking about the mechanics or um, Derek and, and Cummings, uh, our creative director. He was actually the, the lead animator on NBA Jam. So he, you know, has those components to him or Jonathan Lynn, who's also our art director, you know, all the character art styles and having that well-defined um, he's been making animated feature films with, you know, Disney and DreamWorks and Blue Sky Studios and all these places. So it was really important for us and just in general thinking about where we're at with VR technology. There's so many amazing things happening on the technical front. Um, and you have, you know, a new wave of talent coming up that see a whole new way and perspective of how to build games or how to create these experiences. Um, but it's really important to make sure that we're bridging the divide between 
all different generations of entertainment content in general and taking the learnings from people who have been doing this for so long and not thinking, oh, we know how to do this best, but really pulling on people who have come from, you know, the feature animated film realm and really understand like what it means to develop character art style in an environment that's exciting. And then taking the people who are like, you know, hardcore, uh, you know, into the game mechanics and the development side and, and bringing everyone together to do, you know, what we all do best. And then from there that, you know, even if it's our alpha, like you're getting the idea right off the bat of where we're trying to go with this and really trying to eventually make this a, a triple A game that has like those high quality standards across the board and really deliver at the end of the day, like what VR is all about and where it can go. But I, I think it's a proven, at least in my head, that when a, a company takes the best of everything, a, a dream team, not just the one great person, but the best of each category, the end result is always phenomenal. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a roster of there's talent. There's also just so much to learn from everyone. And I think that's the important thing here is uh, there's no one right way of doing something. But if we all come at the same problem from a different perspective, that only enhances the end product and make sure that we're really thinking about this in a holistic way, whether that's just like, you know, the way the character is. And so, uh, you know, when people are referencing, when they play one-on-one -on -one against a uh, calamity, the AI, um, there's been, you know, funny people or people who have like, you know, accidentally slapped him or do something, but like he reacts to it. Like he actually has a personality there. Like there's, there's something more to the character. Um, not suggesting everyone just like go ahead and slap him, but like just in general, like those are things that like the little subtle nuances that we've built into the game. And we hope that like those really take that extra mile. And, you know, another important key aspect of what we've been building here is, you know, working with pro streetball players. So like you might have seen in our video promo for the Kickstarter, you know, we've worked with Jordan Kilgannon and he's a professional street dunker. He's absolutely incredible. Um, and we, you know, went into the mocap studio with him, put on the suit and really like did all of his dunks that like made it so special. So like when you're playing the game, like you actually feel like you're dunking. And I don't know about you guys, but I, I definitely can't dunk in real life. I don't think that's set out for me, but like it is so satisfying that I can do it over and over again in blacktop hoops. <laughs> I think my biggest real life jump is the regular jump. I definitely am not able to do that super <laughs> jump where I can fully. No, when you dunked. When you dunked the other night, you were having so much fun, though, because you'd see it. You're getting ready, you're mm -hmm. doing your warm up thing to get to it, and you're like, "Oh yeah!" And you go <laughs> slamming down on it. So it's like it brought out, I think, that perfect personality that you want for this, this, you know, this game. I just, I'm, I'm gonna go right to a good question though. So we'll say after a successful Kickstarter campaign, do you have like an estimated timeline for a, a release version? Sometime next year, there's nothing I can release at this point, but um, we're definitely hard at work right now. As you know, we're, we're really close on our Kickstarter goal and we want to make sure that we can keep fulfilling everything that we're doing there. You know, right now we have you know new environments and chords. We want to build out like our expanded soundtracks and really make sure that we're giving like the look and feel of that game. Um, we've also re early uh, released some apparel customization. So there we have, you know, new sneaker collections coming out with some really big brands um, or just people who have worked at really large brands before. And so we're super excited on all of those fronts and just, you know, boosting up the mechanics, making sure that we can be delivering the best game possible 
and making sure that that game is, you know, ultimately cross platform, you know, so whether you're on a quest headset or, um, you know, you're on the Vive and you're playing through Steam, like you're able to, you know, play with your friends no matter where you are. So we want to really make sure that we're honing in on making sure that we're delivering on quality and, you know, ultimately like making sure that this is like the cleanest game possible and something that really just feels really well polished. Oh, that's, a, that's a very fair release estimate, you know, yeah, sometime would, next year. That's kind of what I was hoping to hear, honestly. Yeah. I mean, that's nothing like, oh, you know, maybe 2025 20, or anything. No, it's no, no we're, we're definitely hard at work over here. So, you know, the sooner we're able to just make sure we're hitting all of our goals on Kickstarters and everything like that, it just puts us in a perfect position to to keep hitting the ground running and being really realistic of like what is truly possible and like how we can um, not only just deliver on like the best VR game possible, but also set a standard of, you know, what you can build in VR and, you know, what the promise of it is for the entire ecosystem. Cause I think there's a lot of questions still at like the early stages of this whole industry of like where it can go and, I, I truly believe that Blacktop Hoops is one of those games that can really help set some standards. Well, we were even talking about that prior to the interview. I mean, you got you had a, a little bit of a viral clip go around of, you know, the, the NBC getting slapped. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's hilarious. Uh, you know, there's some tricks going on, it slap and then makes the shot. And that made its rounds. And one of my friends who I've been, you know, trying to kind of egg on about VR, he saw that clip. He's like, is this game fully out yet? He's like, if it is, I'm buying a quest. You know, it, it, it's like, man. People look for these type of games, you know, not just realistic. Oh, no, this is definitely, games. to my opinion, for the VR world today, it's it's going to be one of a kind. Yeah, it, people love street basketball, and it's kind of even on consoles, it's not as it's not there like it was. Well, no, because you're not truly in charge when it's a console. You know, no. when it's VR, for some reason, you're more personally invested because it feels more like it's you. Yeah, but even then, it's like the street games were bigger you know, when I was a kid and stuff and they kind of just went away out of nowhere, you know, there's the, the street football games, the street basketball games, and they were so much fun. And now where are they anymore? And people loved them. You know, that was probably the most played, you know, uh, sports games with my friends as a kid. And now it's like, dude, to have this in VR. Oh, oh yeah, my God. You were having way too much fun. Yeah, it's nostalgic, <laughs> but it's better. Cause it's, it, 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 it's all the limitations of the console gone, you know, it's like fucking going and be, like I said, going in, the tricks is the best part to me. That's so much fun. Yeah, it's, yeah, and all the, you know, once you hit, like, the goat finishers or you've, you know, <laughs> maxed out your trick meter and it goes into, like, that special game mode where it's, like, nighttime and you have all the fancy, you know, um, ball trails and everything happening. Like, that's what, like, makes it fun. And, like, I think a lot of us, like, when we were playing, I mean, even now, I wouldn't even say just kids. Like, I still do it. But, like, you're outside uh, on a court and you're dribbling and you're trying to do all these things and like you're pretending like you're the announcer and like all these cool moves are happening and there's like that sense of imagination um when you're playing blacktop like it's there like you actually see the crazy moves and you have you know the Bobito garcia of the world who you know originally was the announcer on um, nba street like he's there like cheering you on and like you know all the funny lines that he says and all these different things so there's a lot of fun elements to it that like it's like you're living out your childhood fantasy, um, I would say. And I think that's like a really exciting point of it. Um, and just also on that like nostalgic front, like something we've heard a lot and even just, you know, friends and family in general, like 
a lot of us did grow up with those games that, you know, had, you know, all the fun, fancy tricks and things. And now a lot of those people, you know, have kids and they're like, oh, this is a game that like I'm actually down to play with my kid. And like, I want to actually share that moment with them and have something to bond over, especially as like more and more like, you know, there's the, you know, Robloxes of the world and all these different things where like kids are just on these things, you know, on the games 24 seven. It's like, okay, like here's one that's like a fun, active game. You're actually working up a sweat. Like I'm going to, you know, be real. Like <laughs> if you're playing blacktop hoops, like you're uh, implicitly working out a lot of the times, depending on like how you're playing in general. But um, it's a fun way to like, you know, be active and, and, and play with other people. And I think there's a, kind of like a little special bond there, especially since like a lot of the elements in our game do have those nostalgic components that like make you feel like you're, you know, like you're passing this down to the next generation. You're able to share this really special experience um, that didn't necessarily, you know, wasn't available before this. Oh, this, yeah. For anybody who grew up with these games, it's going to be so much fun. I didn't even think about the, you know, being able to share it with the next generation or anything like that. (laughs) And you're right. It's a, it's a credibly active game. I think the hardest. Uh, Yeah. I was, Trying to get real low, trying to... <laughs> it's the first time I ever smacked something low on the the ground with my controller. Yeah, to stop I was, your ball from getting stolen? Well, I think I was trying to pick yours off, so yep. I was getting all, like, way, exactly, like, way too low to the floor. Yeah. And then just whap. To me, the hardest part is because you're moving so much, and I want to, like, I almost want to run around my room. Mm-hmm. The hardest part is staying in that little, like, built-in guardian circle because I'm, like, I want to run down my room playing be a great game. arena arena game oh it'd be it'd be the best right yeah no VR so, arcades, I mean, take note you know <laughs> not for this. nothing i mean i know it's just a demo and i think at one point you were even saying you know it's still alpha right because i'm like well the multiplayer aspects is says alpha yeah i mean it, it everything yeah yeah we're, this whole game is still an alpha like this is just like the first taste of what we're doing and you know everything here again what we're <laughs> doing to to fundraise the kickstarter and all that stuff like we're really trying to pack in like all of the elements already like off the bat with the alpha. Like, you know, once it comes to the beta, there's going to be a lot of movement and a lot of testing. And, you know, that's where another part with the Kickstarter, like we wanted to make sure that like, if you want to get in on that beta, like we even have like particular tiers that like, you know, you're guaranteed a slot and you get to like have this influence and say over like how this game is going to be shaped and formed into that full game release. So like, there's a lot of exciting parts there and it's, um, it's another way of just like incorporating everyone's feedback of, you know, what they want to see. And then, you know, ultimately like we want to make sure that like we can deliver on, on what our, what the community wants to see. I'm loving the community involvement yeah, the in other, the development of a of a game that everyone's going to play. And this is some of the coolest Kickstarter perks I've seen. I mean, who yeah, doesn't want to be a when I saw that When I saw that you could get sneakers, yeah, this, I was like, The sneakers Come on, is pretty man. freaking cool. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. I thought it was a joke. Like, I thought it was a... Yeah, like, just a, a like a, a billboard ad mm-hmm. on the court. No, you'll, one of the perks for the, the Kickstarter is sneakers. That's sneakers. freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, and you know, depending on where you you know go out, you can you can get a lot of sneakers. Um, so there's there's been a lot of uh, cool prizes there, and you know, anyone that tries out the demo right now, like we already have uh, some apparel customization out there. Like quite literally, if you wanted to come up with all the crazy combos, you know, you're well over almost like a million different combinations of outfits you could do. Given you would need to be like 
really great at the game and already unlocking all of the, you know, different items right now. But we've definitely put a lot of time and effort and, you know, we're working with shoe designers again. So the same note of like, who's a part of that team, like, we want to make sure that we're bringing in people. It's it's not their first rodeo doing this. And so we've, you know, um, we've been working with a lot of shoe designers on that side um, to make sure that like we can be delivering like really cool sneakers that um, not only look cool for the real world, but kind of challenge like what sneakers can be in VR. Cause like, you know, when it, once it comes to VR, like you technically could have a floating shoe or you could have, um, you know, some weird things that you could not do in uh, normal human physics. So um, there's a lot of fun, exciting things that we're, we're doing on that front. But um, even on our uh, Kickstarter campaign, uh, one of the people that we're going to be working with, uh, Gemma Wong, he uh, was actually a, a senior director at the Jordan brand. Um, and so he's going to be coming on and doing a a collection with us. He, you know, before this, he was the one behind the Jordan one, uh, Christian Dior's and the Travis Scott Cactus Jack shoes and, you know, some other like big name shoes there. Um, another guy, Danny Dance, that we work with a lot. He's um, had a lot of experience with this. And, you know, he was recently at Puma for like 11, 10 years. So it's not, um, you know, the first time for a lot of these creators, but it's exciting because you're taking all of the elements of traditional footwear design and now kind of coming up with the new route of, you know, the design process when it comes to like developing it in VR and having it actually have a little bit more like style and flair and thinking about what's the future of, you know, digital sneaker collections. Cause as you may know, like the resale market for sneakers is so huge, um, in the real world. Um, you know, what's going to happen when it, once it comes to, you know, digital platforms and, you know, everything with like, you know, the metaverse and all these talks that we're having, um, shoe culture and apparel and just streetwear fashion in general is a very big part of street basketball and the culture behind it and the identity. So, you know, when we were building this game, we knew that, whether it's the mechanics, the character art style, having the original music soundtrack to go with that. And, you know, again, with the streetwear style, like there's all these different components that really mimic like what actually happens on the ground for streetball in the real life. And that's where we were trying to see what, you know, core elements do we need to make sure that we get right. And, you know, we do those well and we have a, a highly polished product at the end of the day to share with, with everyone. Touching very, very good niches all all in one. All in you know, one chat. Yeah. yeah. With the no street basketball. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the streetwear, the shoes. You know, I think that there's there's some people that are going to be like, oh my God, this is a dream game. The this amount of shit a- talking that's going to go down on the courts. I was already thinking <laughs> that. And not in a toxic way either. Because yeah, just like, in the, the normal. The normal. I've, I role play when I play these type of games. If, mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm playing Thrill of the Fight and I'm boxing. I'm boxing. Like, I'm going to trash talk a little bit. I'm going to have some fun. Pretty much every game I get into character with. And already when we were doing multiplayer, we were playing street basketball. Mm-hmm. Audibly, like in terms of how we were talking, we're you get into character so fast. It's just amazing because I honestly... You it know, adds to the fun. I, I play it and I'm like, wow, technically one could probably release this as a game. and It's so polished. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. So it's like the the excitement I have knowing that there's... Yeah, so what's the... A more refined version of this that's going to be available is pretty freaking intense. What's the full game 
modes coming. You know, I saw some, obviously there's going to be multiplayer. I saw on the Kickstarter, there's going to be cross-platform support. But right now there's already, you know, you can face the AI. You can do multiplayer by VR standards. That's, that's a bunch. <laughs> I mean, so, so what else is, is coming in terms of game modes besides just, you know, more def- definition in those re- regards? Uh, so everything that's out right now is is a bit of a tease uh, for what's to come. Like we're definitely laying down the foundation right now. Uh, there's a lot of tricks up our sleeve right now. So there will be more to announce a little bit later. But to be honest, uh, we want to make sure that we are, you know, appreciate you guys saying like, you know, the polish of the game and everything. But like we have AAA standards and we want to make sure that like we are hitting the marks and making sure that there are, you know, this is a very clean game. Um, we want to make sure that the accessibility features are, you know, top notch. We already have a lot of modes there, but we want to make sure that we're, you know, working with every different type of community to make sure that this is a game that's accessible and inclusive for everyone. And so as we move forward, there's going to be a lot of, you know, subtle nuances that we will be adding to the game. Even if you look at the demo alpha right now, you'll see, you know, in the, tutorial section like you only can play the tutorial in a shooting practice right now but like we want to help out with like how you know the blocking and all the different types of uh, ways of getting better with the game um tons of characters that we haven't released yet so there's a lot coming there as well um we had a little bit of sneak peek at the end of the kickstarter video if you guys saw but we are bringing in real street ball players into the game whether it you know it's it's jordan kilgannon or king handles uh, we also have beja velez who is uh, an awesome player we have a lot of cool people that are on the scene um that are going to be in this game so we have well over, you know, eight to 10 already that are um, signed up for it. So it's really just getting into development to make sure that we're honing all of these different characters. We're really showing off their uh, unique street style to it. So it's not just like, here's the character's face and we're just gonna throw some animations on them. Like we're actually taking the time and effort to make sure that their street ball style is incorporated in the game. And you get to have a moment where like you get to feel like you are the Jordan Kilgannons of the world and like do those crazy drunks, uh, jumps or, you know, King Handles. He's like famously known for all of the crazy ankle breaker moves that he can do. So like we want to make sure that those are things that we're honing in on and we're really like executing on what those can be. And so many more streetball art, uh, players. So I don't want to not shout out everyone, but like <laughs> there's there's a lot coming. Uh, is, so I got to ask, how did this all come together? Like, I mean... I get the pulling people together, but what was the start of this for somebody to say, you know what, this is what we're going to do. It's going to be in VR and put the team together. I mean, what's the backstory on that? So uh, uh, Nathaniel Ventura, our CEO and co-founder, he has actually worked at um, Google and uh, Unity and Oculus, and he helped manage a lot of the developer communities respectively across all of these major platforms or companies. So, you know, the most obvious that is easy to call on right now is he actually was leading the Oculus Start program, um, which is for all the indie developer communities in virtual reality to, you know, help get access to resources, just learn a little bit more about like what's going on into the development and being that person to help facilitate all of those, um, you know, different developer resource needs. 
Um, so he got to see things from a pretty high perspective and see like what is going on in the VR ecosystem overall. And um, a lot of us on the team, including Nathan, like we grew up, you know, playing NBA Street and NBA Jam, like actually like playing basketball outside with our friends and family. Um, and, you know, when we realized that there wasn't a VR basketball game that was, you know, living up to like the ideas that we had in our head or just like what we envisioned is just growing up and having these, you know, core childhood memories. Um, it was a moment to just take a look in the mirror and be like, you know what, like, why not just make it, you know, if I don't know if like someone else is going to do it, like I'm going to be the one to do it. And, you know, I have a vision for it and it's not like, uh, it's not like no one on the team knows how to play basketball. Like we've all been doing it. And so like, we already have the skills and strengths. Um, and, you know, Nathan was able to meet Mache, our lead developer and co-founder, you know, a while back through some other hackathons that they did. And um, they worked on a prototype, you know, earlier on last year in 2021. And um, we just saw where it was going and we realized that, you know, there was something really special here. And it was that moment of like, let's just go all in. Let's just, let's just see where, you know, things land up. But at the end of the day, like we just really wanted to have a super awesome VR basketball game that we could, you know, enjoy with the whole community and, you know, with our friends and family and, you know, being people that like actually like love basketball, we just want to make sure that like we can fulfill that for the future of VR. And, you know, we've been in the space, so it wasn't, you know, brand new to us to think of like, oh, okay, like what are the hurdles of VR development that we're going to come across? course there's still a million lessons that are soon to hit our way but we had enough of a grip of the ecosystem to know like what is and isn't possible and have a little bit of an idea of where to to start and which direction to take from that and i think that's why uh you know when you see our, our demo like there's a lot of elements to it that a lot of other games not might not have necessarily thought about yet um and that's really just from you know the years of experience that came up leading to this game to begin with no i think this is this is a no-brainer to be be a hit when it's when it's said and done i hope it's the, a store release yes yeah, a, a full story uh, i think with the <clears> kind the of connections its only one and, so yeah i mean come on with the polish of the the app lab demo alone and then you know their attitude of perfectionism of no 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 that's nothing close to what we're looking for and then the the whole team put together with this. I think this is a no brainer that yeah, when this, this is a powerful released. this is a powerful team. Yeah, there's a lot of people in a market that's still at its infancy stage. There's there's it's not, awesome. Yeah, there's not really popular basketball games in VR. I'm you know no. gym class VR just got the the official store release, but that's a gym yeah that's class. Different. That's a gym gymnasium I've VR. To, I've yet to play anything in VR um even remotely close to this in terms of like the realism of the physics how yeah. fun it is doing the, the fun factor as well stealing the ball everything is just so much fun so yeah I, i'm so excited for the the full release for this but you know you mentioned some names involved in the game but you know in general how big is the team you know how many people are working on this game so our team is actually pretty small believe it or not with just like the crazy list um we have a lot of amazing, uh, you know, character artists and animators that we've been working with, but our, our core team at the moment is around, you know, six people. Um, so it's, it's pretty bare bones. And, you know, again, that's where like the Kickstarter and all these different components, they really do go a long way. And so this is a really great time to get involved in what we're building here. 
Um, you know, but, you know, as we're being able to grow the team and all the things that we're doing, um, we have already built a very strong, you know, group of creators and artists and developers around us. So we want to like, you know, eventually be able to to grow intentionally with that. But we are actually a fairly small team, believe it or not. No, well, under- some of the best best stuff we've seen in VR comes from some of the smaller size studios. Yeah, we always say under ten seems to be that sweet spot of like you know that you can get a word out to your somebody quickly, yeah. not have to do a memo. Four, or- five, six, seven people. Those are some of our favorite games. Yeah. So you know that sounds very small for you, especially with you know the AAA standards, but. For us, you know, we interview a lot of developers, and it seems like the games we it's love the most. Spot. Yeah, that's yep. the sweet spot for even me. though yeah, it's, it's they great, grow. So, or you know, or brainstorm sessions like they're really fun, and it's not like a million people talking over each other because I mean, there's just not that many people, but um, <laughs> everyone's coming to the table from a different viewpoint. So, no, yeah, pretty pretty good team. Pretty, that, like I, I'm I telling you, it's the, a team of power hitters. Yeah, I, I keep saying the dream team. You know, there's a couple, Mighty Coconuts, another one of these. That That's has, a, fair, a fair name for it. Call them the dream team. Yeah, because, you know, Mighty Coconuts, another one, like I was saying, they have those people from all the different mm-hmm. heart backgrounds, you know, all different fields coming together and it makes this really good product. When you play this one, you know, you play Blacktop Hoops, it has that kind of magic it feel where you know it's going to work. From a social standpoint, definitely. Yeah, I think. Absolutely. And what's the the max player versus player, you know, you're looking to achieve? Is it going to be like just uh, so two right, on two? Right now we have up to 3v3. So that's already online right now. You can play through our demo. Um, we are exploring different, you know, game modes going forward. But right now we wanted to make sure that you can cap it out. So right now, yeah, it's up to six people in a room. Um, but as we grow the game and everything like that, there could be some other ideas that we, we spawn up of, you know, how you can work with even larger or smaller groups. But what we've kind of seen, um, over the last, uh, update we had, um, at least just for a demo, but having the, the rooms, um, prioritizing the two V two room specifically, um, it's been really fun for a lot of people. Uh, you still have the you know, the need to like, you know, perform all of the coolest, like flashy dribble tricks and like working with other people in that multiplayer mode, but it's uh, less intimidating than a three V three where like, you know, you got a full team, like you got to, you know, step up on the block top right now and, and really show up the court. So it's enough that like, you're able to like learn the game, have a really fun time. Um, but it's not too stressful just yet, just depending where you are in the game. Like, the more you play it, the more comfortable you are and, you know, going into multiplayer rooms and playing with other people. But, um, you know, as we grow, we'll, we'll definitely explore different types of game modes, especially during our beta to see like what, what works. But I think the important thing that we're going after in our game is making sure we have game modes that appeal to everyone. So whether that's on the super casual side and, you know, a lot of us did grow up not having, uh, you know, online modes and, you know, being able to talk with your friends online. And maybe you just want to play against the AI and like not have a bunch of other kids screaming at you or whatever it may be. Um, And then there's the other people that are like, the AI is cool, but I actually really just want to hang out with my friends in this space. So like, we want to make sure that we have enough uh, places where everyone gets what they want out of the game. And so like everyone can, you know, ultimately be happy with like the end product of what we're building here. Um, That'll also definitely be, you know, evolve over time, especially as, you know, we identify like who are the more casual player types versus like 
I want to be really competitive in the game and I want to have the best dunk and I want to hit all the leaderboards. Um, you know, we have different modes, so like different, you know, courts that you might go on to, um, whether that's like the scrub version and you have a bit of an, an AI assist that's helping you actually like shoot the ball. Like you're still shooting, but like there's there's a little bit of help there. Um, or you could, you know, get into more of like the hard co- cord modes and like there's no AI helping you. And, you know, when you're shooting that ball, like that's on you. Like, you know, there's like an, a level of accuracy there. So the more competitive types, there's definitely it's it's a game where we want it to be, you know, easy to, to get it and get the hang of it. But ultimately really hard to master and make that game where like you want to keep coming back. So you truly can be like the ultimate go when you're playing. I, I think the foundation's definitely off to a great start. I also love the fact that it's not really age restrictive, so you could pretty much be any age and be able to hold your own. Mm-hmm. Everyone's starting from that same learning curve and playing field, so if you never played basketball and you just want to try it, I don't think you're going to feel totally lost. So No, but if you're a basketball fan, I think you're, there's going to be enough. Oh, you're going to go crazy. Yeah, you're going to love you're gonna it. You're going to go absolutely freaking nuts. And I, I think 2v2 is going to be our, our magic number, too, yeah. because... That's usually what we, if we can play anything 2v2 by choice, we're doing that. You know, Mm -hmm. that way we don't have to look for a third, a fourth, or especially, you know, a fifth. So Yeah, and I agree. Adding the the extra people would definitely add more of that pressure to perform versus if it's just you and I, I might just, you know, laugh off a mistake. But if you're talking three or four people, you know, the serious level or competitive nature might really start to show from some, so. Yeah. No, two two sounds perfect. I'm just excited. I'm 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 loving hearing what's coming. I'm already enjoying what we're able to play, which people can get it on App Lab, just for free. For free, you can try. Yeah, this, and is, Steam too. So if you don't have a Quest, like you're not limited there either right now. So and it's fully cross-platform. Um, so you know, if one person has a Vive, you know, headset or um an index or whatever it may be, like they can still play with the person that's wearing the Quest headset. Um, so we wanted to make sure that, you know, we're supporting the VR ecosystem as a whole. Um, obviously there's, you know, little challenges as different controllers, you know, have different, you know, setups and things like that. But we want to really make sure that we're building a game that eventually it doesn't really matter which medium you're playing on, but you're actually just getting up and, you know, you're shooting hoops and, you know, getting to perform all those like fun flashy tricks and everything <laughs> like that. And just having a fun time. So that's, that's the end goal here is just to make sure that we're delivering on that solid product at the end of the day. Um, and if that means, you know, one person's more comfortable on a particular headset versus the other, then, then so be it. We want to make sure that this is something that anyone can, can get on. I love seeing games with cross-platform support for oh, yeah. for online play. That's huge. It uh, opens up the door for much more gameplay. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be honest, though, I don't think that there's anything I want more selfishly. This is a completely selfish statement. It's so easy for me to say as the consumer. Meanwhile, it's a team of, of what, six, you know, busting their ass, you know, working hard. So to say, you know, hey, I want this, uh, anything is a little selfish. But if I, if I were to say one thing, definitely a career mode is the... That's the big number one want on mine. I think I would spend hours in this with some sort of yeah. Sport career. sport game career modes are definitely fun. I'm a sucker. I'll play. I, I you know hockey, baseball. <laughs> I'm not even. I don't watch those, but I'll play the sports games of them. They're fun. The career modes. They you you. Well, I was saying it earlier. You're at least going to get a couple seasons out of me, no matter how <laughs> how bare bones their career mode is. 
Um, That's fair. Yeah. Well, we could definitely explore some things there, but it's, again, it's always super exciting. Like when we're hearing feedback on like what people want to see and how to incorporate it, especially at this particular stage of where we're at, um, there's a lot of really great momentum. And if there is any time to really want to help shape and mold and influence the future of this game, it really is right now. Um, and I couldn't emphasize that enough. And, you know, just areas where, you know, connecting th- uh, with us, like through our Kickstarter and getting involved in some of these things early on, this is the time that like, you know, our our eyes and ears are wide open. Like we want to make sure that like we are getting community buy-in wherever we can. And ultimately, you know, building a game that VR users today ultimately just like absolutely love and seeing that path for other people who either, you know, bought a headset a couple years ago, never touched it, you know, like played one game and then they're like, all right, that's good. And feel the need to like now pick it up and start playing again or make people be like, Hey, like this game's free. Like, I guess I'll just buy the headset now. And like, at least I don't have to get the, you know, I can play out the demo in the beginning, but, you know, growing a a larger ecosystem of people who want to play the game and try out VR as a whole and, you know, push the entire industry of sports and VR forward. I think there's a lot of exciting things there. So definitely here, like, you know, willing to to try out new different types of uh, game modes and mechanics and, you know, thinking of things like career modes, like nothing's off the table. So like, we definitely want to hear from everyone on, on what what's really meaningful to them. And, um, you know, working with us through the Kickstarter is just one of those ways. No, I, I love the Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. I always check out what you can get for the tiers, and and it I'll was very well put together. Give on this you one. all props on, yeah. We kept reading them, and I'm like that is that is pretty damn good, especially for the price points. Yeah, yeah, Not and bad at all. One thing on the price point too is you know with the game, like I know we mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, but the the uh, pre order of the full game release now it is going to be at a discount, so. That's another point of like, if you already like what we're up to, it's, you might as well just get it now and actually just get a better rate in the long run. Um, especially to like, if you wanted to like, just get the add on or like buy this for a future friend or eventually like if you want to donate it to any of the partnering organizations that we'll be working with to again, help support other users who don't necessarily have access to um, you know, just the VR headsets. But then once you get the headset, it's like, okay, now I have to buy all these different games. Like we want to make sure that we're providing this to other people too, who don't normally have access to um, games like this and just make sure that like, you know, we're, we're being intentional about who gets to play it and who gets to enjoy in all of the fun that we're building here. And, you know, kind of just stretch the imagination of, you know, what you can do regardless of like, you know, you're wheelchair bound or maybe you're, a kid in a hospital or whatever it may be. Like we want to make sure that everyone can have a fun time playing it. And um, that's where like, we really want to make sure that people are aware that even if you want to just get the game now or you want to get it for a friend or whatever it may be, um, we'll be giving these out through, you know, special codes. So whether you want to take that code for yourself or give it to someone else, all of those things are up on the table, but now is the time to, to get it at a discount for sure. I think there's plenty of incentive for people to check out this Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, but it, and I see no reason why it's not going to be 
a I, successful end. I could easily see somebody going on that Kickstarter to just do the the simple tier to get it pre-ordered and then scroll down a little bit and be like, well, you know, I think I could justify. I'd like to be in the game. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah. If if anyone wants to be, I believe that tier is called the one and only. Like, <laughs> it's definitely like a, a higher price point. Uh, just a little. But there's other ways um, too, like. Even I think just like right on, um, right next to the um, just getting the game, and obviously like we're gonna recognize you in our, our Discord channel. Like you'll get your own special tag and everything like that. Um, but that next tier up, you know, we have like the mini basketball play sets and things like that that like everyone loved. You know, especially you know just having in your room and just playing the game. Like we want to make sure that like there's different ways that you can be involved with. Uh, you know, everything that our brand is building. So even if you're not in actual VR, but you want to just like keep shooting hoops or things like that, like we're definitely adding tiers that we think other ballers and, you know, players in general would, would like to see or have, um, even if it's not just directly related to VR. Um, but there's tons of in-game items and super exclusive outfits and things that we're going to be releasing. So It'll be really exciting, you know, once the full game releases out and there's going to be some really cool outfits and things and everyone's going to be like, how did you get that? Like, when can I buy it? Or how do I get that? You know, like, which tricks do I have to master to unlock that? And it's like, sorry, it's actually just for the Kickstarter. Um, but by then it's a little too late. So I think um, a lot of the backers for our campaign, they're going to realize once that full game releases out that like they have a, you know, a bit more of like unique options and styles and, you know, they have a, a rarity to their characters that we're not going to, you know, replicate later on. Um, so, you know, a lot of those outfits, like those are, those are just for our backers. No, that's, I think it's awesome. That's a, a great system. Yeah. Community driven and definitely community listened to and community supported. So that's, yeah. that's huge. It's kind of how it should be. So um, for yourself, Alana, you know, the producer of this game, that's no small role in the game. No. So, you know, what, what's your background in, in gaming, you know, both as a user and also, you know, professionally uh, before, you know, you stumbled into, you know, this epic game? Yeah, well, um, I am, I have 10 cousins and out of those 10, I'm the only girl. <laughs> Um, and so I was also a younger sister. And so growing up, you know, with the N64 and some other consoles, um, I was always surrounded by just like a lot of sports and gaming in general. So I kind of was always more of like the tomboy, um, in a lot of different rooms and things like that. Um, but actually back in 2016, um, I came across like a, a, like a Viewmaster headset that used to be like a little, like, um, like a little circle you would put it in and there's like different pictures and you would click the button and you would see like an another environment. It was like a really cool toy back in the day. Um, and I put it on, but instead of it just showing me a picture, I went to outer space and it was like a Viewmaster, like VR, like early headset in 2016. And I was like, this is it. Like, this is what I've always wanted to see. Like it, it was just like a epiphany of a moment. And right when that happened, I actually, um, went out and I started looking around in LA base. So I uh, actually started interning uh, with a news publication, VR Scout. Um, and this was back in the early days when, you know, everything was just getting formed around the community. We were figuring out mixed reality capture and all of these cool elements. Um, and from there, I just started uh, dabbling in the space from different perspectives. So I then went on and I was a fellow at the WXR Venture Fund, which helps support 
female entrepreneurs in spatial computing. So there's a lot of amazing um, VR startups that came out of that program. I think if you would look at like Shapes XR or Obsessed VR today with uh, fashion and things like that, I was around a lot of influential people that were early builders and creators in this space. And ultimately, I made my way back to Scout House, which is a parent or a sister company to VR Scout, but completely separate. Um, they do a lot of uh, uh, VR production work or XR production work in general. Um, you know, think about game trailers and things like that. So I had the experience and the viewpoint of seeing all of the different titles and games that were being published um, across the entire VR ecosystem. Um, and I was helping out with, you know, supporting developer educational programs and, you know, same thing, bird's eye perspective on assisting the community in general. Um, and through all of that work, I met uh, Nathan, our, our co-founder, and from it, I tried out the game and immediately was like, you guys are hitting on every single point that I've ultimately always believed in with gaming and the direction you're taking. And uh, to be in the role I am now is really just an accumulation of all the different, you know, parts of my like early career and like where I've started and bringing all of those elements into one here. So it's been exciting to, you know, work with all of the different contractors and artists and thinking about the future business development aspects of this when it comes to like the marketing, all of those things. Like I've had that experience in one way or another, but we'll, we'll see where it takes. That's a freaking awesome story. And I think I might've, I think you might've said it during that, that thing. So I apologize. If Just I not sure if it's a hundred percent the right answer. Yeah. So I always, I ask this for every guest who comes on. So I have to ask it. So I apologize if, if you already discovered it, but what was your first VR experience? Specifically that first one that you put the headset on and, you know, whether it's those, you know, the, the typical tutorial for steps things they have you go in or, you know, space pirate trainer seems to be a popular one. What was that? That so, first experience for you? Um, I'm not going to count the Viewmaster uh, like stargazing <laughs> one because uh, that didn't really count in my opinion. It was just like a preface, um, but it was actually tilt brush uh, with Google. And it was it was funny because uh, this is when I was like intern or like uh being interviewed to intern at vr scout and my first assignment they they put the headset on me i believe it was a vibe and they said all right draw a cube <laughs> and apparently it trips up a lot of people for their first time to like spatially draw something and i just got it right off the bat and i think that was like a testament of like why I gravitated so quickly to like this medium in general of all of the immersive components, just like, I feel like I really think in 3D a lot of the time. So like being in VR, like it was like relieving. Cause I feel like I can like, just like properly, like let my mind work the way it does. Um, but yeah, Tilt Brush was uh, an early starter to a lot of my, my career. VR art stuff is That's always, fun. it's always some of my favorite. I haven't found one I don't like. Yeah, you know, we even we do like an end of the year award show for like different VR games and certain categories, sports game, multiplayer game, but yada yada. And this year we're doing one on, you know, best art game of the year because there's just so many good ones that come out every year and they're they're one of the the funnest things to do in VR. You wouldn't expect it, but something so soothing about building, drawing, painting, anything. The whole Yeah, creating. I think there's a lot of like conceptual components there, so 
You know, we we work with different, you know, VR art applications too when we're coming up with like the design, you know, going through designs, whether that's our shoe design or anything else that we're working on. Uh, it's easier, you know, to work in 2D and then your ultimate product is in 3D. Sometimes it doesn't really make sense. And so having the ability to actually prototype or just like think in that, you know, spatial environment, like it has such a, a great advantage. And especially since like all the things we're working on are eventually going to be in 3D form, uh, it might as well start off from the beginning in that format. So there's a lot of cool things happening on that front. So we're really excited to see where, you know, the future of all things art and creativity are going because there's definitely a lot going on right now in that space. No, I think VR removes a lot of the restrictions that flat screen anything happen has, including games. And I think Blacktop Hoops is a, a great example of that. You know, anything that you do in a, a flat screen VR game that you, you know, you wish you had full control of the character, you could control their arms completely, whatever. <laughs> now you can, you know, VR just restrict removes those restrictions. So I'm excited for this one. You know, I think it's a no brainer that the Kickstarter goal is going to get hit, but you know, I would I would definitely go check it out. Definitely, if you you know you haven't played the demo yet, or if you have played the demo, you want the full game. Like Alana said, you you can get it for cheaper now, but by pre order, mm -hmm. why not, right? So if you're if yeah, you love exactly. what they do, you know, go go help them. Oh, support the cause. Yeah, you're gonna love it in the long run. Yeah, I, now till uh, September 29th is when the Kickstarter will be up and launched. Um, but you can always check out blacktophoopsvr.com um, to find that link just to make it a little bit easier on everyone. But again, we couldn't stress it enough. This is ultimately the best time to to get in and help shape the future of this game. And the Kickstarter is just the, the best way to do that and really just to, to be on our radar to make sure that you are involved in you know, our future beta and everything that we're doing there and, you know, being uh, available to to help out with the game suggestion board and being able to help craft and ultimately mold and shape what the future of this game is. So we're just super excited for everyone that's been hopping on board and growing out our community. It's It's been such a blast and it's it's such a fun role to have. Uh, again, it's, it's a lot of hard work. Like, I'm not going to make it sound like all nice and pretty all the time. Like, there's a lot of uh, time and effort that's going into this but ultimately there's nothing more rewarding than seeing a community that's like super excited about it and they're championing it and we're able to find ways that they get to feel a sense of ownership over the game as well like that's just such a incredible feeling and it really makes all of the the hard work that we're doing worth it so that part's been really exciting well i again i don't think it's going to I don't want to say anything's, you know, it's in the bag, but I mean, it's pretty close and I think people are going to continue to support. And I think there's going to be some, some hype that's going to come along with this game as it gets closer to a, there's going to be no way to avoid it. Yeah. It's a genre everybody loves. I mean, I, I agree with exactly what you're saying over here. You don't want to jinx it. You know, you don't yeah. want to say anything for a hundred percent certainty, but yeah. it's got all the right. Yeah. All the right makings. The team obviously seems to have a tremendous passion for VR, which the best, experiences we've had in vr come from the teams that have that passion for it so i'd say it's one of those multiplayer games that has that it factor that yeah. you know walkabout mini golf has it bocce time has it this game definitely has it you put on the headset you hop in you know play with a friend and you're gonna go or even just play the ai and you're gonna go you're gonna oh have fun there's something magical here this is gonna work i can't tell you exactly what the 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 reason is but it all comes together so good so uh 
Alana, we know as the producer of this game, I mean, you said it yourself, you're busy. There's a lot going on. You know, time is valuable. So we definitely appreciate you taking some time to, uh, to join us today. And we'll have to post in the notes how to find them. Though. Yep. We'll post we'll make sure uh, to do that. If, if you're a listener, you know, we'll post the website with the Kickstarter in the show notes, but, um, you know, how can our listeners find you on social media? And also, is there anything else that you wanted to, to go over before we wrap this baby up? Just, you know, our game right now, it, the the demo is out on App Lab and Steam VR. Um, but again, September 29th is the end of our Kickstarter. Anything really makes a difference there. So we highly encourage, you know, anyone to get involved now while they can. Um, and other than that, you can, you know, just focus on uh, blacktophoopsvr.com. And then all of our social handles are blacktophoopsvr. Um, and you know, from there you'll be able to find our link tree and it'll span out to all of the different social channels, but you know, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, we got it all, you know, Instagram, like <laughs> wherever you want to find us, we have a presence there. Definitely join our discord, but we'll just, just focus on blacktophoopsvr.com and it'll show you all the different links. I don't want to overwhelm anyone with too many, <laughs> uh, tabs open. Cause I know how that goes. <laughs> Yeah, and again, I'll throw the website in the show notes. So if anybody's listening, just go right into the episode description, click the link, and boom, you'll yeah, be right there. Definitely love to have you back on as well as we get a little yeah, closer of course. to us. A- you know, once the the game is um, going to be released, we would definitely love to come back and tell you guys a little more exclusively what exactly <laughs> is going on and what's going you know what's to expect. So this is just the first of many, but we're super excited to be able to talk to you guys today, and we're just looking forward to see where this where this game goes. Oh, so best of luck for the the rest of the, the Kickstarter until September 29th. And I think we'll definitely be having you back on yeah, you know, we'll for the talking. release. And I think this is going to be one of the more popular games on the Quest store. So I'm excited. So Awesome. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you again for joining. And, you know, for the listeners, stay tuned for next week.